0: You're tuned in to the Thinking Loud Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, speaker, and minister. Michael Nimmons.
1: I want to welcome you to the History Makers edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, in just a little bit, we're going to be sharing with you an interview interview with the youngest mayor in U.S. history. His name is Mayor Elect Jalen Smith. He is
2: the way if I was in if I was in the state and I lived in the state of Florida, I would approached it differently. Mm-hmm. That, that would be my that would be my last that would be my last solution. Okay, because only, only because you know he can he can he can try to. Enforce that but you have lawmakers that are there, they can override him as the, as the governor of the state of Florida. So, you know, and so what I would do, I would, you know, got a petition going with every student in the state of Florida, you know, getting all the lawmakers on board because they make the laws. Mm-hmm. They have you know, even though he's the governor, they can override what he say. And so getting them on board and they get on board with that, you know, hey, and approach it that way. But and lawsuit is it's, it's, it's a it's a good way as well. Because a lawsuit, you know, it make it makes it makes them it pulls them more to the hot table even more. hmm uh, We bring I that we can bring that in there. So either either proposal was would be good, honestly. It's time, 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 We thinking
0: out loud
1: radio show conspired against him to slay him, and they said one to another, Behold this dreamer cometh. Come now therefore and slay him, and cast him into some pit, and we shall say, Some beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. This is essentially the plot line of our pending demise as a people at the hands of our enemies. But just like Joseph, God would not allow our enemies to destroy what he had put inside of us to accomplish. God would not allow our enemy to destroy the dreams that he had deposited inside of us to fulfill. Inside of us, there were kings and presidents, judges and justices, matriarchs and patriarchs, leaders and leviathans. We were a people with unrealized potential that God was not going to allow our enemy to destroy.
0: A new episode of the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast starts now. Now.
1: Hello and welcome to the History Makers edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show and I'm your host, author, motivational speaker and minister Michael Nimmons. You're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Again, I want to welcome you to the History Makers edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, in just a little bit, we're going to be sharing with you an interview interview with the youngest mayor in U.S. history. His name is Mayor-elect Jalen Smith. He is the mayor of Earl, Arkansas. Guys, I'm so very excited to have had him on this week's Black History Edition of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, and he's definitely making history in the city of Earl, Arkansas. We're going to be sharing with you that interview. In just a little bit, but before we do that, before we do that, got a few things we want to share with you right out of the gate. First and foremost, guys, I want to uh, touch on uh, the funeral of Tyree Nichols, the young man who was brutally killed by the five. Police officers now six police officers that have um, uh, been charged. Well, five have been arrested and charged. One uh, has been arrested. Uh, several other individuals have been uh, have been fired as well. Surrounding uh, the investigation of this young man's death, Tyree Nichols, uh, but uh, just recently he was laid to rest, and um, it was uh, a very somber funeral. Uh, that took place there in Memphis, Tennessee uh, eulogized by uh, the Reverend uh, Al Sharpton powerful, powerful message I want to share with you just a brief excerpt uh, from his uh, address as well as Vice President Kamala Harris take a listen
3: Mr. Wells you have been extraordinary in terms of your strength your courage, and your grace. And we mourn with you, and the people of our country mourn with you. And I just have, just, just, I'm gonna be very brief. Mothers around the world, when their babies are born, pray to God, when they hold that child that that body and that life will be safe for the rest of his life. Yet we have a mother and a father who mourn the life of a young man who should be here today. They have a grandson who now does not have a father. His brothers and sister will lose the love of growing old with their baby brother. And when we look at this situation, this is a family that lost their son and their brother through an act of violence at the hands and the feet of people who had been charged with keeping them safe. And when I think about the courage and the strength of this family, I think it demands that we speak truth. And with this, I will say, this violent act was not in pursuit of public safety. It was not in the interest of keeping the public safe, because one must ask, Was not it in the interest of keeping the public safe that Tyree Nichols would be with us here today? Was he not also entitled to the right to be safe? So when we talk about public safety, let us understand what it means in its truest form. Tyree Nichols should have been safe. So I'll just close by saying this. I was, as a senator, as a United States senator, a co-author of the original George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. And as Vice President of the United States, we demand that Congress pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Joe Biden will sign it. and And we should not delay and we will not be denied. It is non-negotiable. I
4: I went out to the Lorraine Motel. As a youngster, I joined SCLC Operation Breadbasket. I had been a boy preacher in the Church of God in Christ and my mother was concerned when I was 12 that I was getting too involved in looking at activism and Adam Clayton Powell and others. She took me to my bishop, Bishop F.D. Washington, who said I know what to do with him, and he brought me to Reverend William Jones, who led Dr. King's organization in New York, and Reverend Jesse Jackson. And at 13, the year Dr. King died, I was 13 years old, I became youth director of the chapter in New York. So it was my growing up in the King movement in the North after his death that makes me come to the Lorraine Hotel and look at the spot that Dr. King died. This morning I took my youngest daughter Ashley with me and uh, in all of the ice, I told the story of how Dr. King It came to Memphis to fight for garbage workers, city employees that had no safety. Two had been killed with a malfunction. And here we are, Ashley, 55 years later, looking at the balcony where Martin Luther King shed his blood for city workers for black city workers to be able to work in the police department, work in sanitation. And the reason why Mr. and Mrs. Wells, what happened to Tyree is so personal to me, is that five black men that wouldn't have had a job in the police department, Would not ever be thought of to be in an elite squad. In the city that Dr. King lost his life, not far away from that balcony, you beat a brother to death. There's nothing more insulting and offensive to those of us that fight to open doors that you walk through those doors and act like the folks we had to fight for to get you through them doors. You didn't get on the police department by yourself. Chief didn't get there by herself people had to march and go to jail and some lost their lives to open the doors for you and how dare you (laughs) act like that sacrifice was enough for nothing again our thoughts and prayers
1: go out to the family of Uh, Tyree Nichols. uh, This was a senseless act of violence that was not supposed to happen, should not have happened, especially on the heels of Black History Month. And we echo the remarks and sentiments of Reverend Al Sharpton as he poignantly pointed out in in his eulogy of Tyree that you know Memphis, Tennessee, uh, you know, killed one dreamer slain one of our greatest leaders in African American history, in fact in U.S. history in Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and here we are uh, you know five police officers who would not have had an opportunity uh, to uh, be in this position to serve and protect their community had it not been for men and women like Dr. King who fought, bled and died so that they uh, could get where they are, and for them to treat their position so callously and carelessly is a slap in Dr. King's face. It's a slap in the in the in the faces of those who who marched with him, who fought with him, who sat in restaurants and protested with him. Uh, it, it is a slap in the in our it's a slap in our face as we stand on their shoulders. And, uh, you know, I also echo the, the sentiments of the vice president, Kamala Harris, that something needs to be done. The George Floyd Justice and, and Policing Act needs to be passed. It's in Congress. They need to pass it so it can be passed in the Senate and go right to the president's desk to become law. However, we know what's going on in, in Congress they can't even agree on um, the debt ceiling, raising the debt ceiling. So we know where we as black people fall in their list of priorities when it comes to uh, uh, thoughtful thoughtful and substantive legislation that needs to be passed. So you need to make sure that you're contacting and reaching out to your congressmen and women to let them know your thoughts and your feelings about uh, about the matters that what matters and what matters to you as their constituents, uh, we've got to do whatever it takes to make sure that our voices are heard. Also, guys, make sure that you are following us on our social media platforms. I'm telling you guys, we are really. Uh, getting some comments and feedback on posts that we're making on Facebook, on Instagram, and now even on TikTok. Guys, I'm telling you, TikTok is really, really blowing up. I'm, I'm on it all the time now, posting not just our workout videos, but also other uh, posts Uh, That have now gone viral There's a post we just put on From Stephen A. Smith talking to Kendrick Perkins about who is the Greatest of all time A debate that we've all had between Who's the greatest between Michael Jordan and LeBron James And trust me I am on Stephen A. Smith's side On this I believe that Michael Jordan Is the greatest of all time LeBron is number two In my book as well So uh, there are comments that people have been Making in support of Stephen even a and, and and also and also in uh, in support of Kendrick Perkins, um, I will share with you one or two of them. My good friend uh, Dr. Eddie Connor uh, posted on there 100% double 100% in favor of Michael Jordan being the greatest of all time. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Over 212 comments. Guys, I'm telling you, uh, (laughs) 704 likes. This video has almost 20,000 views. Uh, Let me, let me, uh, LBJ, uh, this is from uh, Hey underscore you underscore guys. LBJ has tarnished his career with his handpicked team and flopping. Uh, that is one that I just liked on here. Uh, also from Gary Stark 8. Hey, when you change the rules of the game, that's what you call the GOAT. Two players, named them. Uh, here's here's a, a comment from Chris Hunley 77. Hey, Stephen A., you forgot one very important stat. In way less games and years in the league, uh, I think that might have been referring to Michael Jordan. Um here's one, another one from Gary Stark number eight. look, there are two players in the NBA history that had to change the rules, name them. uh again, I am I, I, I'm, I'm of the belief that Michael Jordan had it um the hardest because the, the they the NBA changed their rules uh because. Of Michael Jordan There was a team The Detroit Pistons and I'm, and I'm I'm a Detroiter I'm a Detroit Pistons fan But back in the day bad The bad boys Could not beat Chicago That is a rec, That That is a, a fact And uh, They created The Jordan rules That he had to Overcome To get past The Detroit Pistons To make it to uh, the, the, the finals Against uh, The Los Angeles Lakers To win his first NBA championship Um you know there are a lot more uh, here's a here's one from Walter Duck 008 King Jordan I'm just gonna like that one right there uh, here's another one from uh, user uh, D Lee Griffin Jordan Kareem Magic and LeBron on the Mount Rushmore of NBA players I will like that one as well I'm liking them just as I'm sharing those comments but guys again Be sure to follow us on TikTok, uh, TOL Radio Host, MSN, or any of our social media for that matter. We'll we'll make sure that we share your comments on our podcast. Guys, we love to get your your feedback and uh your comments about anything that we post anything that we discuss whether it be on social media or on the podcast so be sure to follow us and we'll make sure we follow back as well in addition to our interview with uh the youngest mayor uh, in u.s history mayor jalen smith we also have a dynamic, dynamic, and powerful, powerful thought of the week entitled "Keep on Dreaming, Keep on Dreaming," taken from the same scripture that Reverend Al Sharpton used in Genesis, the thirty-seventh chapter, verse number eighteen. One of my favorite scriptures: "Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, let us slay him and throw him into some pit, and and some and will say that." Some beasts had devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. The basic premise of that scripture there is that uh, Joseph's brothers thought they had the power to not only destroy Joseph, but also destroy his dreams. Guys, you don't want to miss this thought because there is so much power in that scripture that I can't wait to share with you at the end of this week's show. We're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, we're jumping right into my interview with the youngest mayor in U.S. history, Jalen Smith. He's on the History Makers edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. <laughs>
4: And what's cracking, Planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good.
0: The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show giving voice to issues that matter to you.
1: Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no
0: value? Who told you that you get were naked? you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nemens talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. Dr. Peniel Joseph.
5: You don't have to be Team Malcolm or Team Martin. I think you should be both. You know, so I think the Black community needs both. I think that King is much more revolutionary and radical than the public perceives him to be. And I think Malcolm is is a much more um, brilliant and and, um, courageous individual who can be radically pragmatic and revolutionarily pragmatic to save black lives while trying to defeat white supremacy and people give him credit for. So um, that's why I try to show Malcolm is absolutely this pro- prosecuting attorney, but he's also a black America statesman too. He's going to the Middle East, he's going to Africa, um, he's schooling the young Cassius Clay before he's Muhammad Ali on what Africa means, you know, what his identity means. So. I think I put them together because I thought there was much more convergence than divergence. And I think when you frame them the other way, you hurt
0: um, understanding of the movement. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
6: Don't don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out
1: Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. Guys, we are back with a wonderful, exciting interview that I have with a, uh incredible uh, young man uh, and a great way to open Black History Month uh, for the month of February. Uh, but before we jump into this interview, I want to give him a proper introduction. This young man has done something truly extraordinary. At the age of 18, he's become the youngest mayor in U.S. history. Recently elected to serve in the capacity in the city of Earl, Arkansas, a population of 1,831. He's been interviewed by CNN, Good Morning America, along with many other major news outlets, and we're so happy to have him with us on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Um, Despite all of the press surrounding his accomplishments, he contends, I didn't run to make a name for myself. I ran because I wanted to help my community and move my community in the direction that it needed to be moved. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to newly elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas and the youngest mayor in US history, the honorable mayor Jalen Smith. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me, Smith. Nice to be here.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time out of your very busy schedule. I'm sure uh, you said that it's been a long week for you. And uh, I completely understand, Uh, but I thank you. And our audience thanks you for taking the time out of your schedule to spend a few minutes with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
2: Yes sir, thank you again, thank you.
1: Absolutely, so right out the gate, um, Mr. Mayor, uh, Mayor Smith, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Again, my name is um, uh, Jalen Smith, mayor of Earl, Arkansas. A little bit about me, uh, I love helping and caring for people been loving doing that since I was about four or five years old and very passionate about what I do and what about making a difference in this community. I help, help everyone I can. Yeah.
1: Wonderful. That that's awesome. You've been doing that all of your life.
2: Yes, sir. All my life been helping and caring for people and, and very passionate and dedicated, and committed to it.
1: That's that's that is awesome. And, it, you know, it, it it sounds like it really has um become a, a been a passion for you. I want you to tell our listeners um, what inspired you to get into politics at such a young age.
2: Well, I, when I was in high school, I joined an organization called Student Government. Within an organization, we made a difference not only in the school, but in the community as well. And in that organization, I wanted to do more in my community before I moved on, moved on to the next phase of my life. And so with being in an organization, I wanted to make a difference in the community But before when I graduated. So after I graduated high school, I, before, before I graduated high school, I announced my campaign and I got more involved and I wanted to learn and make a difference here in the community wow
1: and and so your it was student government that really inspired you to move into the uh into this uh into this realm of politics uh that you're in currently correct yes sir so tell us a little bit about uh how does it feel you know uh and and we, we talked a little bit about uh this in your intro that you have been interviewed by CNN. You've been on Good Morning America. I'm sure you've been on other news outlets because this is a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment uh becoming the youngest uh, mayor in U.S. history. How does it feel for you?
2: It feels good. Being the youngest Af- first African American mayor in the nation. It feels amazing, you know being an inspiration not only to people within the aero community, but people around this country. And it right. just feels very, very amazing.
1: I, I I'm sure it does. Uh, do you have you find yourself having to pinch yourself uh every now and then because I'm sure you know being in this position, uh people are addressing you as Mayor Smith, um and uh, you know, treating you as such because you know, you are the highest elected official in Earl, Arkansas. That's gotta come with the little carte blanche, right?
2: Well, outside of state, well I'm not. Well, I'm getting used to it. You know, learning a lot more. But uh, some of the things are similar to what I was going through in high school. That's through the Student government association, but getting to learn a lot more about a lot more about budgets, policy, procedures. But it's it's. I'm getting adjusted to it
1: you think it's, do you think it's, um, you said you're getting adjusted to you. Do you think that, um, you, you, you feel like you, you have a, a pretty good grasp of things so far, or, or do you think that it's going to take a little bit longer? You have a long, um, how is your learning curve when it comes to, uh, the, 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 you know, political, uh, side of things for Earl Arkansas?
2: Well, Earl, we do, we have a lot of growing to do. Uh, We know that it's not gonna happen overnight. We know that it's a process. Uh, We're working hard to get our community back together. Um, So we're just trusting the process, working hard daily to get what we need within this community. Mm -hmm. But it's a process to take, you know, we we wish a lot of things, we wish it could happen overnight. I wish that too, but we know that it cannot. Right. But we know we're, uh, we know that we're showing the people effort action, and results and that all that, you know, that matters. So, and we're just pushing forward, regardless of what obstacles and challenges come our way, we're still pushing through.
1: Right. And that's what you, that's what you have to have, uh, you know, uh, and as, as the leader of a city, you know, as the, the highest elected official, you have to be able to be the motivator. You have to be the, 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 the one that, kind of, uh, you know, the visionary, the, the 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 leader, the one that sees uh, things coming together, even when it doesn't appear as if that's happening right now. Uh, we're definitely going to get into more of uh, our conversation with uh, Mayor-elect Jalen Smith. Uh, he is our guest on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back.
7: you and
6: you're listening
0: to the thinking out loud radio show out loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you on january 15th 1929 a king
4: was born let freedom ring from stone mountain of georgia yeah. Yeah. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi. From every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens.
0: He was a fighter for justice, equal rights, and freedom for all mankind.
4: Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are-
0: Salute you today, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And may your legacy live on for generations to come. Happy birthday, Dr. King, from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Is one. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Emmy Award winning journalist Jimmy O'Heal.
6: We have to ask ourselves, how is it that we're trying to allegedly reach racial harmony, but we want to have celebrations of racist things all the time? Again, we can't have unity unless we agree that something's bad. And we sound even more foolish by saying... Oh no, but we changed the meaning. Okay, they can say the same thing in Germany about a lot of things, but you don't see it because they knew in order for real healing to take place, they had to disavow all that stuff, which is why they paid reparations to the descendants of the Jews that were killed and our That's why they did it. Apologies don't work unless you put some level of action behind it. It my really long winded way Of saying that when I think about the national anthem, it doesn't represent everybody. Mark Cuban knew it. He talked about it. That's why they stopped doing it. And you know what? They didn't do it for 13 games and no one noticed.
0: We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
1: Don't, do
7: don't
6: don't, 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 touch that dial. It's the
1: Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back, and I hope you're enjoying my conversation with the youngest mayor in U.S. history, Mayor Elect Jalen Smith, he is with us on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, guys. Um, in the first segment, we're uh, talking about uh, that we talked. We we talked a little bit about his um, political aspirations as a young man in high school, and you know what inspired him to. Uh, run for the uh, mayor of the city of Earl Arkansas and so in this segment we want to find out find out a little bit more about that as well as the city of Earl Arkansas I understand there's a population of 1831 people um I want to we our listeners want to know a little bit more about Earl Arkansas Tell us about the city of Earl Arkansas.
2: Earl, Arkansas is surrounded by farmland where they grow cross beans and cotton. Earl is a community where we uh we're standing. We stand as one big family. Uh, when families fall short, we come together as a community to help them out in different ways that we can. But Earl is just very special, a very special town. When you come in within the city, feel like it's one big family, and that's where we stand.
1: Right, right, well, that sounds good, I mean, and and I so Earl is where you've grown up all your life, correct uh what what do you i I ran into i I saw an article on c n n uh talking about um the population of Earl Arkansas being eighteen hundred and thirty one people very small community uh when when you compare it to you know some of the major cities like New York, Chicago and you know uh many other places um growing up in earl arkansas um do you agree that it is a close knit type of uh type of you know type of city everybody knows each other I, kind of share with it's us good. what <laughs> what that's like
2: it's good because everybody in earl are some are related to somebody somehow oh wow <laughs> you know yeah, if you want to get the word out, yeah, it's gonna get out because everybody can know, right? Because everybody, um, some, some kin to somebody, somehow.
1: That is interesting. So everybody's is a kin to somebody.
2: <laughs> yeah. Most um,
1: according to this CNN article, um, you ran, you know, you were elected mayor of a population of eighteen hundred thirty-one. He defeated uh the pon uh, an opponent N- Nimi. Matthews the city street and sanitation superintended by um 235 votes to 185 so in essence what they're saying is that in a population of 1831 people um there were I would say approximately 400 people that voted mm-hmm. uh, for uh, voted in that election correct correct so how do you how do you feel about the 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 response to your communities or your cities uh engagement in politics because it doesn't I mean 400 out of 1800 is a very small number in comparison do you you know are you okay with with that that being that that very small percentage of people voting or do you think it should be greater or what what do you what do you think of 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 those election
2: results? well the, with the election results they're going to get better um a lot of people have not voted due to the past and last administrations they voted and they haven't done anything and so it, it fears people with not voting and so now, that I've been in office, a lot of people want to get more involved within this community. And we're very grateful that they want to get involved. But within the next couple of years, those, election, those voting numbers are going to increase. More people will get out to vote and, with this, and within this community because of, they see somebody in office is trying to do the, the right thing for the people. And so that's something people want the only thing they want to see is the effort action and results. And when they see those things, they get out and want to be more involved and more engaged in the process and in the voting process. So within the next couple of years, our voting numbers will, will increase. More people will get out to vote.
1: And and that sounds, that that's awesome. You know, the more I think about it, you know, it, it leads me to another point I wanted to ask you about as it relates to your age <clears throat> and, and, and do you think, your age has uh in, uh inspired and even galvanized the young people in your community to to aspire to do similar things, be in politics or, you know, do, do you think that, you know, your uh you know being elected mayor at eighteen has has inspired uh young people in the city of Earl, Arkansas?
2: Most definitely. And not only the people People in the word earl arts, i going to cross the country. Mm. Um, a lot of young people want to get into politics, but when you get into politics, you got to have a strong mindset when you get in there. Because
6: mm-hmm.
2: um, people are going to come at you every, every, every day, every, every, at every angle. Right. But what I encourage you when I go speak at places, I always tell them, when you're doing something, have somebody on your team that's difficult to keep you sharp, mm. to keep you on point you know, we getting into politics. My first, I mean, not even my first month yet, it was kind of hard dealing with some people out of complaints because in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, um, why are people concerned about the small things? I, cause I tell them that Earl is in this Earl is in that point of where we're in a stage of a state, a stage of emergency, a state of emergency. And so that we really need to have, we need everybody on board. And with that, a lot of people see see it I we see it, we see it because we're focused on small things, even though the small things are important. But we need to be focused on the bigger thing. How do we get more? How do we improve our public safety? How are we going to keep clean the city? Tear down abandoned houses, put up new houses, and bring more people within this community. Mm. And so that's that's the focus you have to have when you're being an elected official, especially young, because they think, well, he young, he not gonna do this, he gonna do this, he's gonna do that. But the thing is, prove them wrong. Mm because people want to talk about you you're doing something good or bad mm. but as young people you have to have a strong mindset and know that God put us here for a reason
1: mm. that's a that's a great great answer and I totally agree with you you know we've seen um the you know when it comes to youth engagement across the country um uh that those numbers are, steadily increasing. They're not where I think they should be. Uh, but we're starting to see, uh, those numbers increase and, and you see movements and, you know, Black Lives Matter movements and, and, and other, uh, social organizations, um, come into, uh, come into view Black Voters Matter, for example, and they are young people that are at the foundation or at the core of these organizations so you know we're looking and and, and you make a, you make a great point that the young people uh in your city uh are are definitely inspired by you and uh you you believe that you know they're going to their participation in politics is going to increase over the years because of the vision that you have for the city of Earl, and speaking of vision, what, what, share with us what your vision of Earl Arkansas is for that community.
2: Well, my vision for Earl Arkansas is be, number one, be the most uh, safest, um, most safest city in this country. uh, best quality of living in this country. And basically, to have the more the most more economic opportunities, not only for the seniors, but for the young people, because the young people again are the is the future. Mm-hmm. And so we want to have we want to be this we want to be this amazing city where you can come in, you can go uh, here, to eat, here to here to here to play ball basketball. So we want to be more of a more com- community oriented city. In which we are, but we'll be more, even more community oriented. We have opportunities for our youth, senior, elderly, you know, have better pu- uh, public safety, better improvements throughout the city as a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. And with that, that we know, as we want to take hard work and effort, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a process to get those things done. But as long as we lay the foundation and the groundwork for these uh, targets, it'll get done
1: and and how do you see that uh some of those things coming into fruition
2: Well, i see what i see is on com, coming coming in uh because for one the opportunities and the funding is there we just have to take the advantage of those opportunities that that has been laid before us mm-hmm. and so having not only the, the community, not only having the city councilmen with me but also having the people with me to move as one and help move this, help move the city in the direction of success.
1: So yeah, that, that, that definitely, um, that definitely uh, works, will work to your advantage when you have, you know, of course your city council with you and the people behind you, uh, behind that vision, uh, you know, it definitely will help to move that commute, your community and your city forward. Uh, those, that's the, that's an awesome vision. Of course, everybody wants to live in a safe, uh, city. Everybody wants to, 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 you, you know, their city to be a tourist attraction where everybody wants to come and to visit and see what uh, Earl Arkansas is all about. I have to admit I've never heard of Earl Arkansas. Uh, but I, you know, hoping one day come and visit and see what uh, what the city has to mm-hmm. offer. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure those that are listening uh, to this podcast will are saying the same thing. Well, where is Earl, Arkansas, and how can I come and visit and 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 see what's going on and and be a part of uh, what's happening there in the city of Earl, Arkansas. Um, we're going to get ready to take another break guys, but when we come back, we're going to, uh, continue our conversation with the youngest mayor in us history, the honorable mayor, Jalen Smith guys, it's the thinking out loud radio show. We'll be right back.
7: This
5: is Michael Eric Dyson And when I'm in Detroit I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show Dropping that knowledge Giving that inspiration Giving us that enlightenment Nobody does it Like Brother Michael does it Do your thing Holla Peace The
0: Thinking Out Loud radio show Giving voice to issues That matter to you
1: Who told you That you were naked Who told you That you were insufficient who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who
0: told you that you had no value? Who told you that you, get you to believe? Who Told You That You Were Naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com.
1: Like a victim when you are already victorious,
7: refined, rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new michaelnimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new michaelnimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought provoking experience
0: global advocate martin luther king III. you know i've had an extraordinary uh, life discussing what it's like being the son of an iconic legend Uh,
1: um, Mm. So many opportunities that I shared with my father in a very short period of time. I was 10 years old when he was killed in 1968 and uh, of course I shared far more opportunities because I had uh, the ability, well because my mother lived so much longer, uh, started the Martin Luther King Center for Nonviolent Social Change. Uh, worked very hard to get the Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Junior, uh, junior, uh, national Holiday. So I look at it
0: as a tremendous, uh, really, blessing. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
7: Tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked.
1: All right, guys, we are back. And again, I hope you're enjoying my interview with the youngest mayor in U.S. history, the Honorable. Mayor Jalen Smith. He's with us on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and we have been chopping it up and talking about uh, some of his um, visions for uh, the city of Earl, Arkansas, which he is now the mayor of, uh, sworn in on January the 1st of this year, and uh, really trying to get his um, feet wet and acclimated into this new position as the highest elected official in the city of Earl, Arkansas. But in this segment, we want to talk about um, and get his feedback on um, because this is Black History Month, something that I think is uh, on the minds of uh, our community across the country, and uh, I I I really want to uh, I really want him to chime in about what is happening in the state of Florida. This is Black History Month, which is the annual uh, celebration and commemoration of the contributions that Black people uh, of the past and present have made to the advancement of this country. Um, And recently, we have a governor, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida, who wants to ban uh, the study of of African American history in Florida high schools because, according to him, it is a violation of state law. I want to know from you, Mayor uh, Smith, do you agree with what is happening in the state of Florida?
2: Well, I strongly disagree with that, you know, um, because you can't, I mean, as, you know, being a young person, uh, and as people growing up to generations to generations to come, those, those children want to learn about the history of what happened back in the 1900s, back in those days. But I strongly agree, disagree with that because people, not only black people, but every, every person, every color person in this country, you know, will look back and look and see what happened in the past to see how can they make a more better future.
1: Right. And, and, you know, I know you've heard heard it said before that uh, if you don't know your past or uh, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. And mm-hmm. and right. that is one important lesson uh, that history offers us: being able to know what happened in the past, knowing mm-hmm. how our ancestors lived, knowing and appreciating the shoulders. That we stand on as African Americans, particularly in this country, and knowing about slavery, knowing about Jim Crow, knowing about Reconstruction, knowing about the uh the civil rights movement and those uh different eras in uh in our history are vitally important to us. So uh you agree that what's happening in the state of Florida is um uh, it is is really a, a racist attempt to mm-hmm. uh to keep the Afri- to, to basically really erase or remove uh african american history from uh the curriculum in in schools in, in in florida
2: right i was again i strongly you know disagree with the governor of florida for you know, attempting to make that, uh, to ban that because, again, we need to know the history of what happened in the past so that we can make a more brighter future for not only us, but for generations and generations to come. Exactly. You know, because, you know, it was because when, you know, when Martin Luther King, he advocated for Black people and for the fairness of Black people, you know, we are very grateful for him. Right. Because it, if it wasn't for him, and those other civil right leaders we want to be in the position that we're in so we want to continue to build a brighter future for for us all and just with with banning with banning the history of learning about what happened in the past is just unacceptable to me but as i know i know as a leader you know as a leader if that that does happen you know i you know i encourage parents to still teach their kids at home what what happened in the past right right you know even though they're trying to take it out of schools, but the parents, you know, still can teach it at home as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I've I've heard that that's that's the approach that uh, some people are going to take. You know, if if it if it, is, if it indeed happens, uh, we we just found out yesterday that uh, uh, civil rights attorney Ben Crump is going to be filing a lawsuit against Governor DeSantis. Uh, a class action lawsuit uh, because of this, what we're calling a racist ban, because other cultures are being taught in high schools. You know, they're learning about Japanese culture. They're learning about uh, the, uh, the Italian culture. They're learning about other cultures in the high school. So why not? Why can't, why is it that the African-American culture cannot be uh, you know, learned and, um, and, and, and be, you know, researched and studied in high schools as well. So, um, another question I have for you, as I said, attorney, Ben Crump is planning to file a lawsuit against governor DeSantis. And if he does not agree to negotiate with the advanced placement council, uh, which is the council that, uh, that, that is responsible for this curriculum uh, to allow the study of African-American history in Florida high schools, do you believe that this is the right approach, suing and filing a class action lawsuit against uh, Governor DeSantis in the state of Florida? Do you think that this is the right approach of handling uh, this type of situation?
2: Well, with me, um, that is, I mean, that's a good approach, but the way if I was in if I was in the state and I lived in the state of Florida, I would approach it differently. Mm-hmm. That, that would be my that would be my last that would be my last solution. Okay, because only because you know he can he can he can try to enforce that, but you have lawmakers that are there; they can override him as the of the governor of the state of Florida. So, you know, and so what I would do, I would you know get a petition going with every student in the state of florida you know getting all the lawmakers on board because they make the laws mm-hmm. they have you know even though he's the governor they can override what he say mm-hmm. so getting them on board and they get on board with that you know hey and approach it that way but a lawsuit is it's a it's a it's a good way as well because a lawsuit you know it make them it makes it makes them it pulls them more to the hot table even more mm-hmm. I, we, I bring in, yeah. we bring that in there so either proposal was uh, would, be, would be good, honestly. And I know there are people, you know,
1: one thing that you know, I know the everyday average citizen is is thinking about, you know, how can I push back against this racist policy what what options do we have? and you know, suing filing a lawsuit against the the state of Florida and Governor DeSantis is definitely one approach uh what you're also saying is that the the students in the the state of Florida can come together, create a petition, and you know, and have uh, these this petition signed with a million signatures and and uh, or a hundred thousand signatures or whatever the number is, and submit that to the legislature to show them that they are against this policy, and that is a way that they can make their voices heard. So, yeah, I know our our uh, there are people that just want to know what options do they have what what can they do in this situation and again you're saying that both options are viable ones to pursue correct yes sir and i agree i agree wholeheartedly you know i know you guys are enjoying our conversation with uh the newly elected mayor of the city of earl Arkansas. We are enjoying our conversation with this young man and certainly happy to have him as a part of this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, I have enjoyed his time. And um, before we let you go, I have one last question for you, um, because we want to know. I mean, again, you're 18 years old uh, in this position uh, as the mayor of the city of Earl, Arkansas. You know, and this is African American History Month or Black History Month, as we call it. As we celebrate the month of Black History, who are some of your Black leaders and role models that have inspired you to pursue your dreams?
2: Well, Martin Luther King inspired me the most when he was uh, when he was uh, living. He was going when he was doing. He was advocating for the people. He would really inspire me the most because as a as a a leader i don't accept no for an answer because i know someone is always waiting to say yes Mm. and so i don't accept no for an answer because i know i know that it's always someone is waiting to say yes a lot of times too that god put us in situations to see how strong-minded we are
6: Mm.
2: and i'm grateful for the storms and the storm and the storms and the rain I've been through because it because it had mentally prepared me for it now. And I tell people all the time, I'd rather go through the struggle than take the easy road. Mm.
1: Wow. That's a, that is powerful. That is powerful. And, and so Dr. King is, and, and we share that because he's definitely, uh, you know, a great man that I admire as well throughout my life a man of courage, a man of determination. In fact, our last episode, uh, we dedicated to the life, the legacy, and the literature of Dr. King. We called it uh, Remembering a King. And so he certainly was someone that we looked up to and uh, held in high esteem. Uh, And uh, I can understand how, you know, you, uh, you know, look to him and he has inspired you because he got started at a very young age, graduating from, or going to Morehouse at 15 years old, uh, getting started uh, in his, you know, religious and political life at a very young age. Uh, so um, I can see why he would be uh, an influencer of of yours. Uh, but again, thank you so much Um, Mayor Smith for being with us on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We have enjoyed your time with us. Well, again, thank you so much. We appreciate your time, man. We wish you nothing but success in the days, weeks, months, and years to come as the newly elected mayor of the city of Earl, Arkansas. May God continue to bless you.
2: Thank you, and thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me on this amazing zone.
1: God bless you, man. Take care. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right
7: back. You tend in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep
6: it locked. Keep it locked. <laughs>
7: vision Vision, is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library get your copy today available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com get your copy today Vision. Vision, Vision.
6: hey what's up everybody this is jamelle hill and you're listening to the thinking out loud radio show with my man michael nimmons stay live
0: The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.
7: You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial.
6: Time, 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 time. For the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, Thought, Thought, Thought of the Week.
1: The story of Joseph is in many ways characteristic of the plight of African Americans in this country. Just like Joseph, we were chosen by God to be great, to be kings and queens. Greatness was very much a part of our DNA. But just like Joseph, we were envied and preyed upon by people whose curiosity and jealousy caused them to conspire against us. For Joseph, it was his own brothers who became envious and jealous of his God-given dreams he decided to share with them. For us, it was white Europeans who were awestruck by our brilliance and genius as a people. But instead of befriending us to become a part of our community, They befriended us with an ulterior motive to take advantage of and exploit this people for their profit and self gain. These white Europeans, much like Joseph's brothers, used our people to divide and conquer us. Pitting us against one another became the sinister way in which this outside group of miscreants took over and enslaved an entire continent of people. The scripture in Genesis 37 and 18 summarizes the enemy's plot not just against Joseph, but even against us as a people. It reads as follows, And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now therefore and slay him. And cast him into some pit and we shall say some beast had devoured him and we shall see what will become of his dreams this is essentially the plot line of our pending demise as a people at the hands of our enemies but just like Joseph God would not allow our enemies to destroy what he had put inside of us to accomplish God would not allow our enemy to destroy the dreams that he had deposited inside of us to fulfill. Inside of us, there were kings and presidents, judges and justices, matriarchs and patriarchs, leaders and leviathans. We were a people with unrealized potential that God was not going to allow our enemy to destroy. The audacity of our enemy just like Joseph's brothers, to think they had the power to destroy what they weren't given the power to create, to kill what they could not breathe life into, to slay what they could not give birth to. But they thought they had the power to not only destroy God's people, but also Conversely and quite ironically, our enemy unwittingly became a witness to our resiliency. God saved them a personal seat at our victory table and in the words of joseph what you meant for evil god turned it around for your good to save much people alive god used the very plot that was designed to kill us to save millions of people including our enemies so today keep dreaming keep fighting keep praying keep grinding keep believing keep waiting Don't let the enemy destroy your dream because victory is just around the corner. A new day is on the horizon. A new day is coming into view. I know you enjoyed that powerful and dynamic thought of the week entitled Keep On Dreaming. I hope we have inspired you and motivated you to hold on and to continue to pursue your dreams. Thank you again for tuning in to this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And shout out to the uh, Mayor-elect Jalen Smith of Earl, Arkansas, The youngest mayor in U.S. history, African-American young man, 18 years old, is doing some great things in the city of Earl, Arkansas. Shouts out to him and his administration. We thank him for being on this Black History edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We want to thank you for tuning in To this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show We hope you enjoyed our interview And tune in next week guys We've got another great interview in store for you Newly appointed judge uh, Jeremy Bowie of Pontiac, Michigan, uh, he is uh, our guest on the Black History, our Black History series of interviews for the month of February, we are again celebrating Black History Month, we are proud and excited and, uh, and, um, and ready again to celebrate uh, Black excellence during this great month of February. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Your support helps us to increase our exposure on the world wide web and if you're not following us yet on social media what are you waiting on guys be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and now even TikTok at TOL Radio Host MSN we're close to now 100 followers Uh, our Instagrams and our Twitter our, our TikToks rather are blowing up videos we're posting are going viral you want to be a part of that as well Comments that are being made We're going to share them right here on the podcast So make sure that you like and follow us on our social media platforms uh, I look forward to chatting it up with you uh, Whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on Twitter Whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, or now even TikTok Guys, We are there, and we hope that we're able to share with you as well. Well, we're getting ready to get out of here, but always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you for listening.
0: edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Want to be a guest on the podcast? Send us an email at contact at Tune in each week for the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, giving voice to issues that matter to you.